over to the wing so he can get her to her right hand. This ain't no joke, this ain't no game This that CSZ game They said pull up, so I came You better put some respect on their name Yeah, 55, what's goody? Kill the vibe, how could he? Big card on the hoodie Let me break it down for you fully This is your average broadcast This ain't just no podcast The mother show spread fake news We just call them broadcast What's Joey, Sam, Sean, Donkey Ain't on that boy hating He said he don't want no small fries Tell them they better make them biggie Yeah, you already know what we be on We got the crown What is up and welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. Uh, my name is Jeremy Wallman and yeah, man, I st still turning the intro on. It gets to that last clip and there, there's Coach KP on there and, and what we had all once hoped would be a, a triumphant return home to return this school out of the ashes into prominence did not quite work out that way. That's being very generous. But uh, needless to say, we were getting a new intro over the summer anyway uh, by our guy um gibby he's he's i say world famous he's louisville famous at least i know he's done some stuff in the nfl but he's working on a new intro for us as we speak that'll debut shout out to our guy b sim who does our intro just to this day we still have people hitting us up there like is that b sim They're like yep sure is it, it's fire we appreciate it. Shout out to all, all of our viewers. The chat line, the Mossy Oak Properties chat line is already off the chart. We'll get to y'all in a second. But let me introduce my co-host today. We got a full house today, and I love it when we have a full house. Um, first off, we got our women's basketball correspondent. He is our football beat writer, and he's an all-around great guy. It's our man, Sam Bazin. Sam, what's good, bro? <laughs> I can't hear you. Yeah, you... My bad. I said, "What up? What up?" I appreciate it. Okay, cool. Are, are you, am I get, am I about to get you in trouble again? You look like no, no, no. Okay, no, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, we have editor. I guess you call it assistant editor in chief. He's the backbone of CardinalSportsZone dot com, and he he proofreads everybody's story. He's actually like the babysitter of everybody else. He makes sure everything's all nice and clean when it goes out on the website. It's our guy. He is the man of many talents, but not very many dates. It's our guy, Sean Barber. Sean, what's good? How's it going? And that's exactly why you don't have many dates. But I digress. Last but not least, it's the newcomer to the squad. He is uh, he's a guy that I have been listening to here lately. He uh, does a space on Twitter with his friends from the Power 10 crew. Shout out to them. Uh, he always has the keys to victory and the... Uh, Man, he he needs a better barber, but it's my guy Wes Keys. What's good, Wes? What's going on, everybody? Are you gonna Stay throw up. Are you gonna throw that yellow flag on me today? I, I might have to because he's getting very technical. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> well, team me up then. Team me up. That's all I can say. Look again, y'all. Don't forget the Mossy Oak chat line is open. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, send us your questions on social. They'll come up in the chat line. Check on the graphic below. Sean and Wes to see how you can follow the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast on social media. 
in the website as well, and how you can help support monetarily if you want to. Hit that thumbs up button while you're here on YouTube. Make sure you're watching on YouTube if you can. It'll help us out more than if you... I don't know the exact science behind it, but we get more traction. We get more views. We get a little bit more dividends. It's not much, but if you do it on YouTube versus the other ones, that's better off. We appreciate it. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors because I want to get our guest in here, man. He's one of my favorite people ever. I'm going to put a pause on that, though. Shout out to our sponsors, Bear Nose On Market, Fitness Market, Four Pegs Beer Lounge, The Collision Course Crew Tailgaters, Cherry Picking, Shoot 360 Louisville, and Mossy Oak Properties. And we got some big – I haven't even shared this news with you all yet. Some big news. I went to the basketball game last night. Had a great time before the game. Had a great time after the game. The actual game was just – yeah, it was a game. But – Struck a deal for us that y'all are going to be excited about. I really like it. I'm really happy about it. And I can't believe I forgot to tell you all. But look, let's not make him wait any longer. He is from Louisville, Kentucky. The six foot four male high school product came to Louisville as a highly regarded prospect. He joined Louisville and helped lead the Cards to their first final year four in almost 20 years. I'm, I don't know why I'm nervous. I've talked to Larry a million times uh, in almost 20 years. Thank God there was no social media then, though, or no telling what would have happened. In 2003, L.O. busted on the scene for Louisville, worked himself into the starting lineup that year, and quickly become more of, of a fan favorite than he already was. His senior year would be one to remember, as he averaged 15 points per game, was 42% from the three-point line, and led the cards to that Final Four on an amazing run. Probably, you would say that West Virginia game was probably, if you ask any, any Louisville fan, what is your favorite basketball game of Louisville's all time? It's got to be that one. I, I, other, if you take out Final Fours and championships, it's got to be that game. Uh, he was the first person retroactively that you looked at, you saw him on the court, and you knew he was him before that was even a thing. Everybody, put your hands together for the son of the city, Larry O'Bannon. What's up, Larry? <laughs> What's up, man? I'm not sure how to follow that intro, man. I don't know if I think I've ever been intro like that. That that might be an all timer right there. But listen, that's what you guys have me, man. Oddly enough, that's what I, I pride myself. Like the rest of the show is going to be crap, I'm sure. But my intros <laughs> are amazing, and I make sure. Even Dewan, I, I introduced Dewan. Was that two weeks ago? And he was like, "My God, dude, you did so much. I love it." Yeah, I, like I think he wanted me to record his outgoing message on his voicemail. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, yeah, my intro doesn't compare to his, though. I'm sure. No, your, your intro was pretty good. I put a lot of work in it, man. How you been? I'm good, man. How about you guys, man? I appreciate you guys for having me on. No, man, we had to. It's been a long time since you were on. The last time, this is the first time you've been on since we did the video version, which we appreciate all of our fine sponsors around town for helping us do this. Uh, for those of you all that don't know, uh, I referred to him as the son of the city. That was a callback to our AOL instant messenger days. That was his screen name. Uh, yep. that makes me feel a little bit old, but I'll pretend like I didn't just say that. Uh, <laughs> and shout out to our guys, El Haji and Dante, the other two of the uh, famous ALD trio. That was, uh, you know, when social media first started, that was a thing. And they were like the, they were the cool kids club. You wanted to somehow figure out a way to get your initial up there with them. It never worked out for me, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I love those other two guys a lot. Uh, shout out to Dante. I know he's coaching. Uh, is it Seneca or Shandy? I always get those two. Mixed Seneca. Up. Seneca. Okay. And then uh, shout out to, I see Al Haji. He's almost at every single home game. Yeah, he is. That was back when we had too much time and a whole bunch of, <laughs> 
imagination for hashtags. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for those that don't know, Larry, tell everybody what you've been up to uh, recently. Uh, so now I uh, just recently moved back home. I work in uh, the University of Louisville Athletic Department, so I uh, help fundraise for football and basketball. I help people with uh, premium seats uh, for football and basketball and just uh, in the development department for the University of Louisville. Okay, and you were with the five. You were kind of at the beginning of the five hundred two circle. Uh, you were a member, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, I was on the board. The board. That's so, what I meant. Uh, basically, just <clears throat> one of the board members to kind of give insight and thought about um, how to form it. You know, ideas and uh, how to go about the best way to really go about uh, fundraising and really getting a collective going. So, uh, but I'm no longer a member of that one side. Uh, once I got on at the University of Louisville, I had to give up my board position at uh, the Pilots Circle. Well, that was such an innovative thing. And obviously, in the day and age of NIL, you're going to have a lot of new stuff in the 502. We had uh, Dan Furman on, president of the 502 Circle last week. Yeah. He had nothing but great things to say about about you and everybody else that has been, uh, I believe Chris Redman, I, th I think Danny Mosby has also been a part of that as well, may yeah. still be as well. We don't get to catch up that often, so I don't know if they're still doing things or, or, or they're not still doing things. I, I know Chris is, but um, but great idea. Glad that that you. Were, I mean, when when you ask me, who are some of the former Louisville guy, people that you want on this initial board? Nobody speaks a winner like like you, Larry. I mean, you've always been that type of dude. You've always been a businessman on and off the court. So great idea there. Uh, but again. We uh, thank you for coming on today, and my brother, he is not. He hates that he's not here today. He's not feeling well, <laughs> but he wanted to make sure that you knew. And this is one thousand percent sure. So those of you all that want to say, "Oh no, it was me," it, it's not me. And my brother started the infamous, the very first Larry chant. Larry was at the free throw line, and we started chanting Larry, and that become a thing from that point forward. And he's like, "You've got to tell Larry." <laughs> Like, I don't get to do it. I, I believe he said it the last time we were on the show, but, you know, we're all – that was a, a while back, so he wasn't sure if we had said it. So he wanted me to go ahead and and mention that. Joey, we hope you feel a little bit better uh, in, in the next up-and-coming days. Tell him I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. All right, let's get into it. We're going to talk a little bit about the game last night. Mike James had 18 points. Brandon Huntley Hatfield added 17 and 11. Trey White had 12 and 6. And Caleb – from Mel High School, Caleb Glenn had uh, was also in double digits with 15 and three. He was the fourth card overall, double figures. I feel like he scored every bucket on a putback and one. It, it was it was amazing. He's he's not quite there yet, but he is on the cusp. Played well. Uh, the cards did fall by six in a game that was kind of weird. Uh, it felt a lot closer at times, and there were a couple of times it felt like a lost cause because we were like down by almost 20 at one point. Uh, not not to mention allowing that end of the half basket that ended up making uh, it it made a difference. But I will say this, and I'm not going to take. I know the second I take up for one person or the other, I'm going to get a million responses, and I don't care about that. <laughs> call me a clown, call me an idiot. It is what it is. You all tune in to watch me. You help pay my bills. Call me whatever you want to. But that was I was texting with Steve Rummage throughout the game from '93-9 Deville and. That was the worst officiated basketball game I think I've ever seen in my entire life as far as the fouls they called on. Syracuse went to the line, I think, 36 times, and we went almost half of that. But 
they were calling like we were getting hammered on our end and they weren't calling anything and we were like giving them high fives on the other end and, and getting called uh, it was it was lopsided uh, i guess that's the better way to put it it was a lopsided officiated game oh. uh at the end of the day we shouldn't have been down that far to have to come back that far but at the end of the day though we have done this all season we get down we come back. There's only one game that I know of that we fought all the way back, overcame, and, and secured the W, and that was the Florida State game. We were down, like, I think it, double digits with seven minutes to go in the game and come back and got that one. There's been a lot of other games where it's kind of followed that same formula, but we just haven't been able to get uh, over that hump. Ugh. I feel bad because some of these kids are suffering through this, and you can tell also that a few of them don't care. Uh but there's there are a few that that I do talk to because of my position with social media and of course my friendship with both Kenny and Nolan. Uh, I know some of them on a personal a personal basis, and there's a couple of them that are just heartbroken, and there's a few of them that are just like, "All right, next game, where's my nil money?" And it just is uh, what it is. Let me really quick before because I did have a question up for Larry next, but the 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 comment line is just nuts right now. Uh, Dwayne Cross says, what's good, Card Family? We'll go ahead and put these up on the screen for everybody. Uh, Brandon Johnson says, let's go. Uh, that's a little too quick. T. Will says, CSZ Family, it was good to see you yesterday, 55. T. Will, it was good to see you as well. I'm glad Nolan could get you that pick, uh, I, uh, the pick with your son. Uh, Brian says, what's up, everybody? Uh <laughs> my cousin-in-law, I guess you call it. Matthew Dodson wants to know, is Larry as Louisville famous as Joey? Uh, yes, he is 50 million times more Louisville famous than Joey. Thanks for the comment there. And that's <laughs> make sure I block him real quick. Uh, Brandon Johnson puts an expletive on the board, so I got to take that off real quick. But says Eric Crawford is sick of everyone's blank. Okay. Uh, Brandon Johnson says he grew up with B-Sim. He's a family friend. That's awesome. He's a good dude. He's coming to studio here with us a couple of times before the pandemic, and even once, I think, during the pandemic. Uh, Chad Brocky wants to know how things are going. We're all doing well. Cashmere, fellas, what's up, family? What's good? Uh, Brandon says, cooking West. I have to. <laughs> I have to. It's like last night. Uh, I was with my guy, Perrin Johnson. He come up to say hi to me, and Nolan walked up and said hi to both of us, and I asked Nolan. I knew he knew Perrin, but I was like, hey, have you ever met him before? He's like, who, Parent? I said, no, Brusher, because Parent's hair was not brushed at all. And I was like, oh, it's Brusher, Brusher Raymond. And they just both died <laughs> laughing. Uh, brother to Brother says, Ayo, what's good, man? What's good, Alex? How you doing, bro? Uh, Charlie says, first time viewer. How soon before Josh announces it's over? Gosh, Charlie, that's a, that's a, that's a powerful question. That's a question I don't have the answer to. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to give you any kind of hope or dismay. I don't know. Uh, T. Will says, Nolan is a huge role model to me. My nephew was lucky and oh, it was your nephew to get a picture with him. Very humble, generous. Blessings. Love Nolan and respect him a lot. Shout out to his family. Nolan, literally, I now I'm about 10 years older than Nolan, but I grew up with Nolan because the Louisville basketball community is a close community. And I always had friends that played with Louisville. My dad and Kenny and, and, and Nolan's dad, Derek, they all kind of hung out from going to school. Like, dad would just overlap both of them. So it was two years with Kenny, I believe, two years with Derek. It's not, however that situation laid out, I forgot the exact time. But, uh, yeah, I've always been around. I mean, Larry can attest to it. I was already up there on campus when he got there uh, watching over the, uh, the nephew, Terrence Farley. So 
Big T. But yeah, absolutely, Nolan Humble. Great time before the game, great time after the game. Pretty much sums it up. Yep. And here we go. Here's all the Larry love. Look, I'm just going to go ahead and click through them. I ain't going to read them all. <laughs> Larry, Larry, Larry. You are old. Okay, we're going to block that person out. He's now not allowed <laughs> back in the show. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't consider myself old. I think I am seasoned. I've been around for a little bit, but I, I would never use – I can't start using the old word until I start seeing like wrinkles or I can't wake up out of the bed in the morning and, and move. That's when I'll be like, all right, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give up to it. Let's see. Brandon Johnson says Louisville legend in the building. I used to live across the street from the old Bannons in Schnitzelberg, Fort Hill. Okay. Measy says, what's up? Dwayne says, Larry O. Look, we got just all, it's all Larry O. Larry O. Larry O. Larry O. I thought you turned into Ray Allen for the Ville fan. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He was. I mean, great comparison there. Uh, Antonio Brown Jr. says, what's up, big cuz? Uh, me, and I'll let you respond. Whoever you want to respond to, Larry, go ahead. It's just it's just all this. Oh, uh, no, I'm just listening, man. Okay, cool, listening. cool, cool. Uh, Measy says, real fans like us who remember the Louisville highs of the 80s and the lows of the 90s get it. Man, preach. We will be back. Uh, Shannon. Big sis Shannon says, love some Larry O'Bannon. What's up? Yeah, another director of Our guy, Chris Pointer, in the building. What's up, CP? That dude. And uh, let's see. Okay, great question. So if y'all have any questions for Larry on the chat line, let me know. I might need to change the angle of my phone because I can't see anything. You can't see any of the chats? I see the names popping up, but I can't see the, see, you, see the comments. Okay, all right. Fair enough. I should have Might need to change. Might need to change. There we go. Uh, okay. Now I just had to scroll up a little bit. Okay. CP, I'm going to tell you this much. I know he's a male bulldog, too. He's kind of my big brother when I got to Louisville to play football because uh, – and there, there's no stories I could tell on the air because they're all uh, rated R superstar, but he definitely helped – I was a shy kid in high school. I was like – it's like one of those movies where they show the shy kid and you, you make him mad and he's like, ah, and he's able to just – like the water boy maybe even a little bit. And CP helped get me out of that shell. And uh, big reason I am the person, the personality I have today. It's like we joked around the, the season, uh, the season begin, uh, season premiere. We had Chris Redman, Ivan Green, Danny Mosby on here, and I, I told them, I said, I have to be an honorary male bulldog, right? Because I put up with all of you all for this long. And, and CP, he's one of those. He's one of the first that that helped shape me to who I am today, man. I I appreciate it. All right, let's get back to the questions. And if you do have a question, uh, put it in the chat line. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get your questions answered. Uh, T. Will, I'll put your answer underneath this while I get to my question. Uh, Larry, the season is almost over. The fan base is sick and tired of being sick and tired. Not just, <laughs> not just for the, the hardest person I ever had to guard over a time in my career. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, South Park, not a guard. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty. Dwayne Wade was made by far. Toughest, toughest person on a day-to-day -day basis. Reese, I probably say Reese Gaines is probably the toughest, toughest person I had to guard just from a competitive standpoint. Reese, Reese's competitive level was, um, was just man, so much head and shoulders above everybody else. Uh, just a great player, you know, probably one of the best closers um, that I ever played with. Man, it was one thing I took away from his competitiveness and his will. Um, to uh, to close and to win. That was one thing that kind of rubbed off on me, just playing playing with him for a couple of years. But Dwayne Wade was the hardest guy I've had to guard. 
Reece, I tried to guard anyway. I guess I guard. I tried to guard. <laughs> right. Reese still thinks he's like he challenges Nolan like weekly to one on one basketball game. Reese still thinks he is uh, Reese from back then, uh, and he may be. I don't know. Like I know Nolan can still hoop pretty well, and him and Nolan trade off uh, one game. They they trade wins every every week. So he's still pretty pretty tough. Dude, let's see. Uh, Meezy wants to know if you have any eligibility left. No, nah, I think I think all the eligibility is out. Um, what, are, <laughs> what are the chances we get Carter Knox and Dewan Wagner next year? I would say Dewan Wagner is zero percent. Carter Knox, I believe, is contingent upon KP returning, but I will not rule out that he could if we get the right coach. And we won't talk about coaches with Larry on here because we don't want to in any way. Um, compromise his his standing in the community with with the coaches. I mean, we all have personal relationships with the coaches and players, so we're not going to do anything to uh, to jeopardize that. But I do think that if KP does return, that Carter Knox is is no. If he returns, Carter Knox one hundred percent is coming. If he doesn't, I'm thinking there's an underground chance he may uh, he may still be here. But I cannot uh, with him changing his fourth. Uh, choice this week from uh, it was G League to OTE, which is where he plays now. Uh, that just kind of makes me think that he's going back to overtime elite. If KP and again, that's that's my thought. That is not the thoughts and, and, and comments of Jeremy Wyman do not necessarily reflect what's going to actually happen. I, I'm given a ton. That's what makes this show so special. I'm very blessed to know the people I know. And to be given the information I'm given. I'm told I can talk about some stuff. I'm told not to talk about other stuff. But everything I tell you all is something that is going to happen or was going to happen. Now, whether it does or not, because we all know in this business, Larry knows, I know, uh, things can change on a dime uh, when, it comes to record, uh, when it comes to recruitment or yeah. just business in general. So that, that as of right now, KP stays, Knox is 100%. I don't think Dewan Wagner ever touches, steps foot on this campus uh, at all. I know that Jay, uh, was it Jay Williams, said that he, mm-hmm. he he made a comment during their during the game that he was going to be here. I don't I don't believe that to be true. Maybe he's got better information than me. I don't know. Uh, Dwayne Cross says, I remember when Larry went beast mode on Cincy when they used to try to punt. Absolutely, man. Those were the games. I miss playing Cincinnati every year. Like if you told me I could pick one team to re- resume the rivalry with, I would say Cincinnati one, Memphis two. I know that Marquette started to be kind of a rival in Conference USA, and then into the Big East or the, that era, not necessarily into the conference, but uh, nevertheless, yeah. So I want to give quick shout out because I'm required to Facebook line. Uh, B Will's on here. Appreciate that, Daniel Garcia, my guy. What's up? Uh, Terrell in the building, Brandon in the building, Chili Black in the building, Joey Thompson, Ray Riggle, Shannon. We've already shouted her out. And uh, and Martin in the building. We appreciate all y'all joining us. Uh, got a couple questions left for – yeah, UConn was a good one too, man. That's a great, great choice. Uh, UConn, yeah, UConn what was – I would say – I was I was just tweeting about this the other day, and you you kind of named some of the schools that I did. Cincinnati was a great rivalry, man. Um, we would always, you know, we would win at home, lose on the road. We'd always split with them every year, and then my last year, we finally beat them 
their place and beat them at our place. Uh, Marquette was always a great rivalry. Uh, that more so started between uh, Tom Crean and Coach Patino and, and when Ellis got hurt and Coach Cream supposedly made some comments and just kind of fueled things between the two teams. So that was more of a recent rivalry. It's not like a longstanding Metro conference type rivalry. Uh, but Cincinnati, Memphis uh, is probably the top two. Uh, UCLA, that was more so, I don't know if it was a rivalry game, but it was more so a uh, historic game between John Wood and Denny Crum and the two programs that were connected by coaches. Um, so that was always a fun game that you played out of conference. But uh, Cincinnati Memphis probably the top two uh, because you have a lot of fans that travel to those places. DePaul was, I wouldn't say it was a rivalry, but it was always a good fan uh, destination because mm -hmm. we had a lot of people that would travel to Chicago uh, to watch us play DePaul too. So uh, we played them this year. Unfortunately, it didn't go the way we wanted, but um, I would bring back Cincinnati, Memphis, man. Those were good, good rivalry games, man. I love the, and I will say this. I remember, and I was just a kid, but I remember us playing UCLA every year, and it, it was fascinating to me because it was we didn't play a whole lot of big, big name teams. We, we, of course, we played the the Smurfs from down the road, but other than that, our, I mean, looking back now, our conference gave off the the aura that it, it it wasn't that great of a conference even though the teams battled uh if you just went through the list of the teams that were in our conference you'd be like oh well that pro but even back when we were growing up larry fsu memphis um cincinnati tulane with gerald honeycutt and them when when they first started playing again uh gerald honeycutt and uh, bj oh what was this like i can't remember his last name but they they become like a I want to say they they weren't playing basketball for a while, and then they started up, and then like their first year we played against them, they were really tough. So all really good, all all really good uh, rivalry games. Yeah, Charlotte it, with Demarco Johnson. Yep, yeah. um, great player, man. Sometimes you forget about the good old UNC Charlotte day. I try mm -hmm. to forget it because I they they drummed us at home. Uh, one year pretty bad. I, I don't remember what year that was. I want to say it was with Rodney White. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was. I want to say ninety nine, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say nine, between ninety. I, I know that me and my wife had just got married, so yeah, it would have had to been ninety nine, uh, yeah. something like that. I never stopped calling them Memphis State. Says Chad Nitt. Never stopped that. Uh, Wario. I don't know what the real name is, but that's their Twitter name. Wario Speedwagon <laughs> says, my friend Mark is listening. He's a huge fan. Can y'all give him a shout out? Yeah. Shout out to Mark. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, Guevara killed us from Charlotte. Hey, look, somebody else that killed us from Charlotte was Jalen Withers' dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what was his name? Uh, was it Curtis? Curtis Withers, yeah. Curtis, I Curtis said Jalen Withers. Did yeah. I say Jalen Withers? Or yeah. I said it right? Okay. Look, this is a long – it's been a long day. Uh, but, yeah, Curtis Withers, man, he killed us when he was – that's what makes you feel kind of more seasoned when you can remember a kid's dad. Now, I was still a little kid when that happened, but it was like, okay, I wasn't a little kid. I think I was 10 years old. I'm trying to I'm trying to help myself out and reverse age myself. Look, I can remember her, him killing us, and then I can remember Jalen coming here. And Jalen – Great. Wish him the best of luck at North Carolina. I, I'm not really sure how good of a year or bad of a year he's having, but uh, his years here, he was always very friendly with us here at the website, was willing to do anything uh, as far as interviews and, and sharing and stuff. So we appreciate it. All right, Larry, here comes my question. I started to ask you this earlier, but then the text line started uh, 
melting on us. So we wanted to answer a few of those. Season's almost over. The fan base is sick and tired of being sick and tired. And not just from the past two years, as some people will make it seem like it's only been two years we've been in some turmoil. It's been about nine years that it's been one thing or the other uh, or another. What can you say as a former player and hometown legend to, to the fans that kind of helped them cope with this to get them to kind of calm down a little bit? Because like I said earlier, man, social media, I, I love it and I hate it because I've met so many good people through social media. But then I also wake up every morning and see uh, 250 people tagging Kenny Payne or Nolan or Danny and them telling them to die, run off a cliff, anything stupid. Um, what can you kind of say? Because you're a Louisville fan too. You're not only a former Louisville player, but you're a Louisville fan as well, uh, born and bred. What what do you what do you kind of say to kind of help the the fan base heal a little bit? Um, I don't know if I can say anything that help them calm down. I think help them heal, uh, but I can definitely empathize with them, uh, especially having worn the jersey, understanding what it means to uh, represent the University of Louisville on the court and off the court. Um, you know, I hate to see the state of where things are too, so I empathize uh, because I'm a fan now. Um, I love going to the game. I love watching the guys. I love watching um, the university and supporting the university and just, you know, like I said, being a fan in the stands. So, uh, it's tough. It, it's tough to see um, things how they have been the last few years, especially since um, you know my coach Rick Pitino left, and it seems like uh, it's been a black cloud um, hanging over us with a lot of different you know investigations and what have you not. Um, so it's good to finally get that cleared out. Um, I think we can move forward with trying to uh, get past the point of whether we can or cannot. Um, get the death penalty of not being able to play in the NCAA tournament. So I say that's a good thing now that we've kind of got that behind us to move forward. But um, to really, you know, say something that's going to <laughs> really Fair enough. calm you down or, or to hear you, I can't say that because I'm in the same boat with you. I'm empathizing and uh, wanting to see this thing uh, go the right direction and get back to where it used to be. In In your opinion, the black cloud that a lot of people just kind of brush it to the side. Um, do you think that it was a bigger deal as far as Kenny's troubles and hardships last year than people think? Because a lot of people will tell you, oh, we're in the age of NIL and transfer. You should be able to flip a roster in one year, which normally I would agree with that. But I don't know any other school in the country that was on death penalties door had recruits being negatively told when Kenny got here. Two recruits I spoke to said they, they only picked the other school because they were told by the other school we were getting the death penalty and we weren't going to play. Uh, we've had illegal players bought. We've had the, the, the stripper situation. We've had extortion multiple times. We had a coach walk out on us at the end of the year. I know I'm forgetting some stuff probably on purpose. We self-imposed uh, the, the one year with Damian and Trey, their senior year. Um, but a lot of people will swear that none of that prior stuff made a difference. Your opinion, do you think – and I'm not even ask you to, asking you to vouch or go against KP or anything. What I'm asking, do you think that that is a bigger deal – than most uninformed people on social media are making it out to be? Uh, I think it's definitely a factor. I mean, just to kind of make it simple, uh, just 
put yourself in the parents of an 18 year old, right? And so you've got a child that is making one of the biggest decisions in his life and choosing where he's going to go play college at, you know, his aspirations of playing at the highest level. And so, you know, everybody, every kid wants to play in the NCAA tournament. I know when I was getting recruited, that was a big thing for me. You know, whether you had, you know, investigations or not, it was your program where you likely to win and where you going to go play in NCAA tournaments. So when you look at it from an aspect of, you know, like, they can win 20, 25 games. It's not going to matter because there's a possibility they might not play in the postseason. You know, that affects you, you know. And not only when you think about it from yourself, then you think about, you know, what other coaches and other schools that you have the potential to go to that you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, I think that plays, you know, a big factor into it. When you put yourself in the parents of an 18-year-old and you want your kid to have every opportunity, it's kind of like, do you go here and hope for the best or do you go someplace that, you know, maybe a better opportunity and more of a sure thing to where you get the opportunity that you're looking for? So I think when you look at it from that lens, um, I think that kind of explains it out to where, yeah, and, you know, maybe it is a little bit more of a, a bigger factor than what most think it is. And I appreciate that. Again, everybody, we're on here with Louisville legend Larry. O. Too many L. Well, I mean, I think just the amount of, right amount of L's. L's up all the way. Larry O'Ban and Louisville legend. Appreciate him joining us. You all, if you will get you all your final questions for Larry in the chat, we'll, we will answer every single question that we can. Uh, we appreciate his time. Don't want to keep him too long. Um, where are you? Okay. we got that. Um, if, and if you don't want to speak on this, it, it's more, you're more than welcome to just say no comment, mm -hmm. but we're going to speak about this if you don't. So if you decide that you don't want to speak about this, we'll pause this and we'll talk about it in a few. Uh, if we do make the change, there is a projected allegedly list uh, of guys that are being considered for the job. Names like Scott Drew, Will Wade, Jerome Tang, uh, Muscleman, Mick Cronin, Nate Oates, Dusty May. Um, is there a name in there? that you have as a favorite or do you not want to speak on it? It's fine. Um, you know, I have a lot of respect for KP. KP's part of my fraternity. He's a good friend of mine. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't do that because, you know, he's still the coach of our basketball team. Absolutely. And, so, and that's um, why, that's why I asked yeah, you. That's so why I asked. And, and until it, if, if something is to happen or were to happen, then, you know, you can kind of cross that road, you know, then, but, you know, he's a great friend of mine. I wouldn't disrespect him or I wouldn't do anything like that to say, um, you know, why he's a coach at the University of Louisville. Absolutely. You know, I, I hold him to too much of a high regard to do that. Look, I appreciate that. And the only reason why I normally don't partake in, in this type of uh, shenanigans, however, um, it was a hot topic last night, and we want to make sure the fans get to talk about what they want to talk about. So we will hold off on that for a few minutes. Um, listen, Last thing, a comment I have, uh, everybody knows, everybody that knows you and that follows me knows that I've always believed that interviewing or podcasting was in your future. We talked about this before we went live, the legendary WLKY Final Four interview uh, will go down <laughs> in history. I was going to pull it up and play it, but I was like, I'll, it's a long interview, but I will, after the show is over with, I will retweet it on my timeline. I've tweeted it out. It's, it's amazing. It's got everything from... Uh, well, it's got Larry O'Bannon first off, so you don't really need much more. <laughs> but you got Francisco acting silly. You've got 
uh, Otis, Otis, one of the most fun <laughs> people I've ever been around in my entire life. Love that guy. Uh, and and you interviewed Brand, Brandon Jenkins a little part. He like he 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 got you laughing, and that was awesome. It just it's it's everything that you want in an interviewer, which brings me to the my next point. You have started to do. You have started that. It's the player's perspective, uncensored podcast. Um, did you start that? My first question about that. Did you start that right around the pandemic? Right while the pandemic was going on. I did. Okay. I did. And so uh, I started it in 2019. Uh, I had been thinking about it, but I had some time, obviously, with the pandemic. And uh, um, my buddies and I, we always talk. A lot of us are sports, and so we don't really get a chance to sit down and talk until it's the off season, the summertime. And so we always have, you know, good candid conversations about sports, about our different experiences that we have at the different levels and whatnot, and life and mistakes and things that you know we can all learn from each other man and so <clears throat> i was like man you know it'd be a great thing to put on the podcast and obviously everybody's schedule is different so um that's what kind of formulate the idea and so i just want to get on there and just kind of talk about sports um advice to athletes um and uh, i just started getting into bourbon as well i'm like man i'm from kentucky everybody talks about bourbon I said, i've never really been invested in the bourbon man i said so i started i started to take different tours and it really piqued my interest and so i said man nobody does a, a podcast talking about sports and talking about bourbon so i thought it was just a different lane to go down man it's something that i enjoy doing uh i mean <laughs> i haven't taken it to the level that you guys have with your podcast man you guys do a great job it's more so something that i just enjoy doing and getting a chance to meet people um and doing it and also i had so many other things going on i had new newborns i was in school uh, i was transitioning uh from retirement i was moving from Atlanta to Wolf. So I just had a whole bunch of things going on, man, while I was trying to do it. I mean, you know, and I still do it now. I just recently uh, kind of got settled in. So I started to back up. We just had Morning Weed as our latest uh, episode, man. Great. Talk about a great, wonderful human being. Uh, so she was wonderful, man. But yeah, we get on there, man. We interview different guests, man. And so we, we have fun. We talk about sports. We talk about advice, financials, uh, just, just anything, man, that uh, people, athletes in particular, most likely that, you know, just can grow from and take knowledge from. And we, we talk about bourbon a little bit. It's been awesome. And I, and I did get to catch your latest one. I always do my research, I, but I'm subscribed to you all anyway. So I watch them all. Who's, who's been your, cause I can tell you who my kind of my favorite guests have been. Who's been one, uh, who's been your favorite guest so far? And, and I'm, again, uh, I'm not trying to get you in trouble because we know if we no, don't, I, I if we don't say Al Haji, uh, then he's going to throw a fit about it. Yeah. So, you know, so, you know, I've had some few big names, you know, Ray John was obviously one of the bigger names, Kerry Rhodes, uh, probably my favorite one, uh, probably was the Samaki Walker interview, man. Uh, just because, uh, he was willing to talk about everything from the three J's, Jimmy Jackson, Jason Kidd, Jamal Mashburn, because I really want to kind of get to the bottom of uh, the rumor between them and Tony Braxton. And so he went in talking about it, talking about the bets that he had with Kobe Bryant. So um, it was a great interview. So that was probably my favorite one. But I've had, you know, I've had Griff on there. Um, who else, man? I, you know. It, it's I like them all, but I probably say Samaki Walker, Will Purdue. He talked about the Last Dance. 
man, I've had some great ones, man. Got a few more nice ones lined up for you guys too, man. But Samaki was probably probably my favorite one. Samaki was a really good one for me too. He, I, I would say he was probably in our top. We had so many. I don't think that one ever made it to the podcast channel because we had a lot of technical difficulties. I think my SD card malfunctioned. We never did get to put that one out. But Samaki's always been like a little brother to me. Like we had a lot of classes together at UofL. Um, just a great per like literally great person. When I was in the hospital last year, checked on me every couple of weeks to make sure I was okay. Uh, just a that like you can have good basketball players and you can have good basketball players that are good people. And Samaki, yeah. like Larry, is a good basketball that's a great uh, basketball player that was a great person. And I mean, we've known each other for amount of years and the friendship's still strong man i mean it's it's it, he was definitely one of my favorites so i'll say football wise gosh i gotta either go with sam madison or Dion branch they were both uh really good interviews too but uh, oh yeah Dion, mike bush yeah I, yeah yeah great peyton russ man I, it's been a lot of great ones Man, I, I hate to leave people out, but yeah, no, I, I it's, still, it's a great one. I still got to get Russ, but Peyton's been on before, and he's one of our sponsors now with Shoot 360 Louisville. So we're going to mm -hmm. have him on uh, very soon to talk about that. I'm looking very forward to that because I got a cousin that plays high school basketball that I'm wanting to kind of hook up with Peyton to get some, uh, to get some, uh, to, to get her tools sharpened a little bit because she's from a county school. They don't have a lot of that kind of training and stuff available down there. So gonna bring bring her up here and let her uh you know, she only I think the last three months of the season she averaged like twenty two points, sixteen rebounds and nine blocks a game. So uh gotta find out if she's good because she's good or if she's good because she's six four and everybody else is like five <laughs> two. So that could be a real thing. I've seen people like even when I was uh Terrence Farley, when I was his coach in the in the YMCA league, he averaged like I think it was 36 rebounds, 42 blocks, and three points per game. Couldn't hit the broad side of a barn when he was nine years old. But he could block it. And we had to find out, is he good because he's two feet taller than everybody else? Or is he naturally good? And T ended up being a Division One basketball player and, and went on to play some pro ball overseas, which Larry is the king of overseas basketball. I think he's played more. I think Tejo's catching up to you now. But – I think Larry has played the most overseas basketball than anybody else since I've been since I've followed it. Um, uh, Ahaji, Ahaji and Dante both got me. I played Do fifteen. They? I think Ahaji played maybe sixteen, seventeen. I think Dante's on year 18, 19, something like that. He's closing in on twenty. Those guys got me beat. Man. You know, I shut it down at fifteen. <laughs> I I, for, I I don't forget about Dante. But here's what here's the thing about Dante. I'll I'll sit there and he's played in a couple rec leagues with me. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, we always get to catch up and stuff. But I'll think Dante is done, and then like two months later, I see his Instagram story and he's partying with another championship trophy somewhere. So you you just never know when he's done. But Juan, man, Juan is still going strong. So this will yeah, be yeah, he is, and and he's not just like oh, I'm a I'm a filler player. He is the star of every team he's on. He's still playing basketball. That was my favorite part of the uh, of your interview. Uh, to fly, I was trying to remember who else it was that that caught my ear and that I remember about the interview you did with the Final Four team. Juan was very good. Uh, for, they all were very good, but 
I can still recite word for word what Francisco said during the interview and what Juan said <laughs> during the interview. Uh, you, you asked him, was he going to take a, a charge? Uh, you asked Francisco, well, what happens if you have to take a charge? Are you going to take a charge from Ismail Muhammad? And Francisco was like, um, nope. And, and <laughs> right. the crowd the crowd went wild. Um, look, Larry, we appreciate you uh, joining us. We appreciate you spending the time with us. Can you let everybody real quick know uh, where they can find your YouTube channel? Because I know you can search it by the the at and you can also just search it by the name and stuff. yeah also uh, our tw our social media handles is on instagram uh the players perspective podcast on uh twitter we are the ppu podcast and on um youtube you can find us on the players perspective uncensored podcast most time you just type my name in and it pop up man but a bunch of great interviews man we put them out you know every week every other week man with some of your favorite guys so definitely give us a shot man and, and thank you guys man for having me on no man thank you thank you for coming on here and anytime look i i do the website i'm at a point in my life where i just do the website and the podcast i've been able, i've been blessed with that well and my health issues forced me to kind of do it full time as well anytime you need any help anytime you need any promotion let me know uh larry i love you like a brother and i'll be willing to help Likewise, you out any way man. i can Likewise. man I appreciate Likewise. that. Look, we had Dewan last last time, Larry, this week. Who's next? Stay tuned as we only have two more weeks of the regular weekly Cardinal Sports Zone podcast until we go into our off-season mode where it might be once a week, once every other week. Uh, if something big happens, happens to happen over the next few weeks, we'll likely have to have some emergency podcasts. Make sure you are subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you get the notifications on Facebook or Twitter. We will get. We will have you updated, just like always. Once again, Larry, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. I don't see any other questions. Do we have any other questions? Red State says I remember all of us trying to recruit Samaki at the Derby Classic game. I remember that as well. Uh, I haven't. I haven't let the other guys talk at all, and I apologize. Do y'all have any questions for Larry before we let him go? I got a similar question to your first one. Okay. Uh. Seeing that most fans have the uh, untrained eye come from someone who played at U of L, let's see if you could try to recruit those ones that want to kind of put the program on a back burner. Like, what could you tell the fans that, from your perspective, that are that that's good that's going on that you see that that is worth sticking around for, other than being from the city of Louisville. Okay, let me make sure I understand, Craig. So people that have kind of put the program on the back burner, you want me to know what- I want I, to give up on the program, yes. What, um, are you seeing, what are you seeing on the floor that's like, hey, these guys are working on this, this, and this. Stick with them, they're, they're getting better, things like that. Uh, I wouldn't even say, before you even get to what's on the floor, I mean, like, man, a lot of people don't understand, like, just the support that they give man goes to so many other athletes besides just basketball right because football and basketball ultimately are your big revenue sports at the university but so much of what they bring in goes to your other non-revenue sports like your uh baseball rolling volleyball like other you know some of your non-revenue sports like the support for these big revenue sports goes to help all of our programs. So it's not just basketball that you're supporting, you're supporting all of the basketball programs. But um, 
but just being a, a fan of the program, uh, and I and, and I get it, man. A lot of people spend a lot of hard-earned money uh, buying season tickets uh, to come watch U of L play and, and and to win. Um, but I, I don't think there's a magic line or magic cliche uh, to draw them in. I think that you know, you know, the university needs your support. The players more than all, you know, it, you know the players need your support more than anything. Uh, I don't think you uh, necessarily you know, give up on kids just because things aren't going the way they want them to go or the staff the way they want them to go. I mean, the program is the program regardless of who's playing and who's coaching. Right. Um, you know, I think you support the program hand in hand. And so, um, you know, I think that's uh, part of the experience. I know even though I go to the games and even though, you know, we haven't won like we want to, I just enjoy the camaraderie of the fans. Just going to the games, you know, even when we have good moments, laughing, catching up with faces and people that you normally see. Oh, we lost Ooh. Larry. Oh. He'll be back in a second. Look, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Higgy had a phenomenal question. I'm going to ask He Larry. did. I saw that, too. I was like, I was like dang, that's, I can't that was wait good. to hear this question. Okay. can't either. Because it's rare you hear him say Higgy had a phenomenal question. It was. It's great. It's really great. And depending on – we'll see what happened with Larry. He may have got a phone call. Uh Larry O'Bannon, everybody. <laughs> Just put it that way. Uh, Higgy, we'll get your question asked here. We'll see if uh, – I'll shoot him a text real quick. Um, great question, Sam. You know what's funny is my uh, my ex-brother-in-law, uh, the father of my nephew, he actually played in high school against Larry O'Bannon at Mayo. Mary, uh, Larry O'Bannon was a senior, I believe, and he was a freshman or sophomore at, I believe, Iroquois by that point. Um, he used to talk about Larry at that point in time. Larry was a dunker extraordinary. He said he watched him in warm-ups just dunk the, <laughs> dunk the ball and go, this guy should be in an NBA dunk contest. But that was that was a funny story that I remember my brother-in-law telling me because uh, that would be back in the day when we would go watch Louisville and the tournament. we go try to catch them if they were near us in Indianapolis or something like that. Uh, women's basketball up 36-29 to 29 at the half. That's pretty cool. Baseball is up, by the way, right now, 7-1 to one in the, let's see here, looks like the bottom of the fifth inning. How do, how do we, here, here's my question. How do we get to 10 wins if we don't, if we only have seven right now? Or 10, how do we get to 10 runs if we only have seven right now? We need to hit a couple more. This team offense, and we'll talk about that here in a second. I'm trying to get confirmation from Larry that he is or is not going to rejoin us. Um, I'll go ahead and tell him. Tell him no worry, worries. Yeah, we did answer all the questions. Um, let's get back on track here in a second. Poor Higgy had a great question. He did. He did. Uh, and I'm, Maybe you can ask off the air and we can deliver the answer next week. I may add, while I'm waiting for you all to give y'all's input, let's go back and talk about that coaching list, and then we'll, we'll get back on track. Uh, the coaching list, Scott Drew, Will Wade, oh. Jerome Tang, Musselman, Cronin, Oates, May. Uh, Wes, you've not got the talk yet, so we'll go with you first. Give us your if that if that is indeed the coaching pool. Give us your top two. Give us your. This is who I really want. This is who I think we're gonna get. Um, that's tough. I would probably say that I feel like the person we're gonna get more than likely, even though some are up and down about it, I feel like Wade could more than likely be the guy because he's more affordable. And what do you say? I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Higgy, I'm bringing you in. Uh, okay. Cool. 
Um, for people who say, well, we don't want Will Wade, he's got a show cause. Kind of explain to people, if you know, and if you don't know, that's fine. But kind of, uh, if Lee Newton says, if we need to talk a fan on staying with the program during a down period, then we don't need them. A lot of the fans on social media, I say a lot, it's about 300 people <laughs> that are very, very talkative, very, very active. And I respect everybody's opinion. I understand the frustration. I don't understand giving, I don't understand giving up on your team regardless. But um, I feel like Josh has put us in a pretty good position with football. Even though, let's, remind me, I want to talk about football second years. It's not on my shot list. Shot list. I did want to talk about it. But uh, I think Josh is going to put us in a pr- pretty good pr- uh, position to succeed regardless. I think the only way KP gets year three, and I know I'm about to get a bunch of nah, in, 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 on the chat line, but the fact is there is a chance that he's retained. It's probably financial if that happens or loyalty-based. So whichever way Josh decides to go, I don't c- quite trust him like I trust Tom Jurich. Trust him, but he's a Jurich disciple. I feel like he can get there. He's done really good things so far as far as extending walls, bus boom, McDonald. Got a new locker room. Got the new locker yeah. room. Got Brom signed up. Um, his but, own, I mean, his it's only no fault to you Kenny. on that trust thing because Tom George has been here for years. So you that trust was built over the years. Um, it's no shade to how you could say you don't trust him as much as George because he hasn't been here that long. He hasn't proved it. Like, he's done the g- good things since he's been here, but over the span of, what, three, four years, it's different to 10-plus years in, in a, like, like a relationship or any friendship or anything like that. That trust builds the longer you're with someone. So um, even though he's done great things, you still trust him, like you said, but he has to be here for years and years, maybe over a decade, to get to that Tom. But Tom you also that have to trust. Him. Sorry, to cut you off, Sam. But you also have to trust him over the time that we had the big construction projects, like Tom Jurich had before. You got to trust him over uh, coaching searches and everything like that. Tom, we did, we had him. He trust we trusted him enough to do the coaches searches for us. We had him trusted him enough to be able to do the construction projects that he wanted to do for this campus and the city more than anything else as well. So I'm, I still trusted Josh to this day as a student. When I was a student and stuff, Josh treated me with nothing but respect. And I trusted him with nothing but respect as well. But we have to trust him through all the processes that he has to do. Coaching search and renovations to the university, construction projects, anything that goes on through our university, I have full faith in Josh more than anything else. So thank you for that, Higgy. Really quick, I want to welcome in uh... – JT, uh, my, my guy Jason Wyatt, he played at Louisville with me. Well, he played. I watched. Uh, Stephen Harvey in the building with us. Daniel Thompson. Uh, who, oh, our guy JK, baseball extraordinary and efficient. I don't know if that's What's the right up, word. JK? Justin Kruger in the building. And uh, Mr. Paige Sherrard is in the building. So, Ben, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. You're a saint. God bless you a thousand times. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully that – the the beautiful child you all had is, is flourishing and has more of your traits than uh, <laughs> yeah. than pages and I know she's probably cussing me out in the background and it's okay I love her too but uh look I was going going to go onto some of the uh, comments and we'll get back we'll get back to them but Babu our guy Babu with 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 the with the comment I wanted to kind of, I was about to touch on this. 
Scott Drew is the one realistic home run hire that I think all the card uh, fan base would say yes to. He is the only home run hire in that list, and the only reason that if I'm thinking from all aspects, financial, uh, program history, if I'm if I'm considering everything, that's why I'd. If they say KP's coming back for year three, but we're going to get the home run guy the next cycle, I'm okay with it. I'm not okay with winning less than 10 games again next year. And if he didn't, if he, if he wasn't, I'll, I'll go this far. If he, if he is retained and does not go into January with at least 13, 14 wins, I don't think he's kept. I think they give him the smack down at the midseason. Um but yeah, I, I I think that's the only home run option. I don't want a maybe again. We we got the maybe with KP. That's not it's not gonna work. Uh, what's good, amigo? Says Steven Scott Homer Drew. That's funny. IK in the building. What's up, Isaiah? I agree. If KP is retained, I have faith that Josh made the best decision for the basketball program given the circumstances and the coaching landscape. All we can do is support and pray for the best. I don't know that anybody else has said it better than that. I, I may have relayed that on different <clears throat> different times, but that that's the best way to put it. Oh, our guy Jeff left in the building finally. He is on JL time. He is here 56 minutes late, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And let's get to some of these comments. Uh, Broly003 says, go cards beat Notre Dame, get that double bye. Chad Brocky says, yeah, those fans are a minority that can kick rocks. I'm going to agree with the fact they're the minority. Here's what I will disagree with. They're the minority as far as which lens you're looking at. If you're looking at somebody like Nolan who gets on Twitter and there's 300 hate tweets, then it looks like the whole timeline hates them. Even though there's 100,000 people that love him or a million people that love him, he, he, but you don't necessarily tag people for good stuff on Twitter. It's normally to complain. So the, that, that, just to get a little bit of perspective there, sometimes it is what it is. Uncle Mark in the building. All right, Jeff left said the kiddos were running him rugged. Scott Drew to the 502 says, Quentin, look, I think we all would be on board with that. I, I that, But that's the only one. You tell me any of those other names, I don't get excited in the, in, in, at the least. But uh, did you give your pick out of those, though, uh, Wes? Um, I know I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good, bro. Um, I said, honestly, the person I feel like we're going to get is Wade. I mean, the guy everybody wants is Scott Drew. But is he really like a realistic option? Probably not. So that would leave us with, like we said before, Wade and to the utter dismay, oh. guy at UCLA. God, don't don't bring him here. Let, let's Please. not put that into the universe. Mickey is the prick. I mean, it's not. <laughs> wait a minute. Throw the flag. Not the pick. Uh, Wes, throw the flag. I said he was the prick. Throw the flag, Wes. That was unsportsmanlike it's conduct. It's it's church day, man. What you doing? believable. What? You're gonna talk to me about church and say that? That's messed up. Sam, what about you? Who's your pick? I Wes already kind of said it. I would love uh, for Scott Drew to come here. Um, but I kind of feel realistically, Will Wade might be, in terms of money wise, mm -hmm. and and how we can coach and how we can recruit, it, it would it would be a fit. It could let me say it could be a fit, and then everyone talks about the show cause. Look, it just means that he can't really get any 
I think level three violations for a certain amount of time. Yeah, but he a level three violation though is kind of like when former Cardinal Sports Zone member at the very beginning, Tony Williams. Shout out to Tony. Uh, we all, me, him, Steve, and this is. I don't know if this is documented, but there was a level three violation committed at a lunch w- with him. And that's how little the violation has to, I mean, if he accidentally slips up and says, somebody asked him about recruiting, he's like, oh yeah, man, Carter, I mean, uh, the, the guy we're going after, that's a level three violation. So is it worth the accidental mishap is, is, is my question. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. The will Wade, uh, like where there's a will, there's a Wade. I'm I'm on the I'm on the way. I'm ready to wade in the water as it is. Wade Brigade. Yeah. If you could have a conversation, if you can have a conversation with him, to where he allows you to kind of pick one of his because every every head coach has their their list of guys who they want for their assistants. Mm -hmm. If you can kind of. Say, hey, look, I know you have a show cause. This is the situation here. Can I pick one assistant coach for you? And that assistant coach that you pick has to be someone who's older, who's who's been in NCAA compliance, who can kind of coach him. Hey, this is that hard line you cannot cross. And this is some someone who's with him sort of like his right-hand man the entire time. Coach. So like that, that they help him walk that walk without crossing that line. If he agrees to something like that, most definitely bring him on board. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like you say, head coaches have their own list of assistant coaches because of how they want to run their system and how they want to recruit. Um, he might not be on board with that. Then all, at the end of the day, then that's a decision Josh has to make. Like, hey, look, if he slips up, all you can put in his contract, something like that. But you know, it's it's a lot of different ways you can go about that, but realistically, I mean, I understand if we get Will Wade. Personally, I would prefer Scott Drew, um, even though I know he's winning right now. Fans got to be patient because it might take him some time too. So, yeah. um, really quick, it is seven to one at the end of the six. I think it's the end of the six, maybe middle six. I uh, just got the tweet. Uh, here, here's my only thing with Will Wade because I am. I am behind that. I think that if you pair him up with somebody like, oh, who's somebody I know that's an amazing recruiter? Oh, Nolan Smith? A one-two punch like that? It... Curtains. Man, we, we thought we were getting that with, with KP and Nolan. That That is true, but we didn't. Let's save these talks for after the KP experiment's over because I don't want to get him in trouble. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Uh, it is what we thought we were going to get with him, and – that, those issues were twofold because not only did KP not get the monetary NIL support that he was supposed to get, then he also let the pressure get to him and things happened to where he stopped like taking the advice from, from the coaches. I guess that's how we'll, uh, we'll leave it. Uh, Quentin McCauley wants to know, okay, with Baylor being a private university, who knows what Scott Drew's buyout is? Um, I don't know what it is. Do any of you all know what it is? No, because oh. it's not public record. You oh, okay. That's why he's yeah. asking. I know. Yeah. No, I have no idea. And yeah, no, but uh, that is the good thing about the possibility of Wade because his buyout, they gave him an extension and his buyout is like 1.3 to 5 million. And that's it. And that's basically with that, uh, with that buyout in the extension, 
they're just going to recoup all the money they paid him already. That's all it is, recoup. And, well, you got to think, too, Drew is a Indiana guy. He's going to come want to come home sooner than later as well. So We lost Sam. Sam, where are you at? You just cut your video off? Or is it your Fisher-Price internet? Or did somebody sneak back in the room? We don't know which one it is. Oh, there he is. Okay, cool, cool. Um, my only thing, with, again, with Will Wade is I, he's having a really good season now at McNeese State in an inferior conference, okay? Um, he He's made it. I think he – looked the other day. He has lost in the NCAA tournament in the opening round game three times. Uh, I don't know how many times he has went past that. I forgot, but I do remember the alarming stat that he had uh, been a three-time first-game loser in the NCAA tournament. I do think that he is one of the guys that's on the precipice of exploding. He's got everything that – if you look at – if it's, you use the eye test – Everything you want out of a young, new, hot, up-and-coming head coach, he fits all of the – he checks all the boxes, right? So he is somebody I wouldn't mind. I think Scott Drew is – I agree with everybody else. Uh, Scott Drew is the home run pick. There's nobody else on that list. At this moment, ask me in a month after the tournament's over with, and I might be like, oh, my God, I can't believe how Nate Oates led his team all the way through and upset everybody. I don't know. A lot of the other guys don't really have a whole lot of a sample size either, other than Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin has been to the Sweet 16 three straight years. As much as I dislike him, last year he went. To, he lost in the Sweet 16, the year before he lost in the Sweet 16, the year before he lost in the Final Four. His resume is hard to argue against. His personality just would not be embraced by the Louisville fan base, the Louisville media. Uh, Fabian, what's up, man? Uh, Josh True says – Go with Will Wade, keep Nolan if he wants to stay, which Nolan does want to be here. I, I will ease y'all's minds that he does want to be in Louisville. And they are a force on the recruiting ter- trail. Louisville would be scary go-cards. Louisville would be everything that we thought. As you all know, and I, I don't say this as a, a flex or anything, but Nolan's first assignment was at the EYBL in Orlando, Florida. I happened to be vacationing that week. I applied for credentials. I was able to go and observe. All the top players wanted to talk to Nolan. All the top players' parents wanted to talk to Nolan. That's when we got Trenton Flowers, pretty much. That's when we got we started talking with. Um, I say we. That's when he started talking with the New Jersey trio, which he pretty much had two of those three, and something happened. We won't discuss it publicly. And, and well, actually, at, at one point we had all three of them, and, and something went awry. But um. No one got in his introductory presser and said he wanted to walk into the camps and stuff like that and have people shiver in fear when they saw that Louisville Cardinal on his chest. And that's exactly what happened in Orlando, Florida. And that's exactly what it will return back to if he is given a chance to stick on with the next regime. We don't know that. I mean, there's still a regime here, so we don't know if there is a new regime, but. Yes, Nolan and Wade, to me, would be the power couple that, that we wanted. I don't know that Nolan and Drew – I do I, I, I do know that he would probably work with him, but I don't know that I'm as worried as I am. Because Scott Drew, he does recruit at a high level from time to time, but he's in Texas with that oil money. He's in Texas yeah. as, the, as the Nike basketball flag bearer program. 
can he do that here? But that's going to be the question with everybody. Can they do it here? Well, he's yeah. also got – Scott Drew likes to recruit from transfers. If you remember, his t- national title team was full of transfers. Yeah. He's a transfer portal guy, which will be So, is he the basketball version of Brom? Pretty much, yes. Okay. That's that's the way to look at it. Honestly. Shout out to him, though. He just landed top 10 player VJ Edgecombe for next year. So, that's another thing to look at. He's the next head coach, just VJ. Who's also from the Bahamas. Who's also from the Bahamas. Sam, come on, man. Use your connections. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Hit him, hey, hit him up. I know everybody in the Bahamas has each other's phone number. Under cuz, <laughs> under cuz one, cuz two, cuz three. Hit him up. I, I hey. mean, that's just how it is. They're family. They're close-knit society, man. Uh, Baboos. Hey, on the Osley Brothers time, bro. Come on. Get it right. Absolutely. Look, Babu says, things are so bad. If Josh went to the big money boosters and said we have a shot at Drew, I think many will pony up. I don't disagree with that. I just know that two of the biggest donors are firmly behind KP, and that's going to be the deciding factor, I believe. Um, Unless you get some of the donors that we lost. Well, that's... Because <laughs> we lost a lot of donors when Tom, when Tom got fired. Oh, look, who decided to rejoin us. What's up, Larry? Hey, what's up, fellas? Sorry about that, man. My phone died all of a sudden, man. That's all good, bro. Uh, we were just wrapping up anyway. And it was like you, you, your connection disappeared, and I was like, "All right, well, Larry O'Bannon, everybody." So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we just wanted, to, man. Thank you for spending the time with us today and, and dropping all that knowledge. We really do appreciate it. Oh yeah, we did have one last question from our guy Higgy. Oh, he's in here now. He we we didn't want him in here earlier because you were here. Um, I'm just kidding. His questions were two versus two game against Francisco and Taekwon. Who do you pick as your t- uh, as your teammate? As my teammate, me and Juan, I mean Taekwon and Cisco. Uh probably me and Reese. Me and Reese games. All right. That's I'll very fun. Yeah, that'd be a very fun <laughs> that'd be a very fun thing to watch. And his other question, because we already talked about your recruitment, uh to Louisville in the first episode, so we won't we won't rehash that. But uh, his other question was, what are uh, what's some new bourbon that the bourbon lovers in uh, uh, Cardination need to give a shot? Uh, new bourbons, man. You know, a lot of the bourbons, man, are you know it's a it's a ton that are entering the market. A lot of your the big brand names, what they're doing are they're just kind of selecting new barrels for each year. Um, um, Weller's Antique 107 is probably one of my favorites. Stag Jr. Um, is one of my favorites, but it's probably a 2019 bottle. Um, Maker's Mark RC Wood Finishing Series uh, with the Virginia, uh, with the Virginia, uh, with the Virgin Oak Stops. Uh, RC 19 Maker's Mark Wood Finishing Series. That's probably one of my top ones, man. It's got a it's got like a vanilla flavor from the from the oak styles, man. That's one of my favorites. That'd probably be the one that Sean picked, uh, just off the name alone. Have you tried uh Russ's bourbon, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith? How do you how do you like it if you have? I have. It's good, man. It's good. Russ does a great job with his bourbon and his bourbon company, man. Um, you know, I support him. I haven't I haven't got all the bottles, but I've tried the red one and I've tried the black one. I haven't got a chance to try the green one yet. Um, but Russ's bourbon is really, really good. Awesome, man. Well, again, thank you. I know, I know we, tr- we tried to wrap this up earlier, but 
look, you got off the line while we talked about some sensitive stuff you probably wouldn't have been able to talk about anyway. So uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate your time. and can't wait to talk to you again, my man. Oh, man, appreciate you guys having me. Thanks again. All right, Larry O'Bannon, everybody, for a two-part interview in the same interview. You don't get that very often. Um, all right. I heard the bloop, and I'm like, what? Oh, it's, it's L.O. Uh, shout out to Sanchez. Uncle Larry in the building watching now. Look, this was supposed to be the halfway point of the show. We're an hour in, but we got to talk about our great sponsors. Bear Nose on Market. Uh, George and his staff will take care of you. They've got some of the best pizza in town. They sure. they really do. Great service. And don't just think about going there like the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast crew is, except Higgy, before – next Saturday season finale against Boston College, is it? Yeah. Is it Boston College Saturday. Uh, they have non-Louisville events that you need to go there for. They have concerts. They had like Journey last week. Uh, Sam Hunt a couple weeks ago. They've got wrestling. They've got everything that goes on down there. Uh, they had like movie. They got movie nights at the Yum Center for kids. Like any of that stuff. Make sure y'all. nice. Yeah, any of that stuff. It's like a block down from the Yum Center. It's very easy to get to. Uh, very easy to get to by foot. It, it's and the service is amazing. The food's amazing. Let it. Let them know we're on a trial run with them. So if you let them know Cardinal Sports Zone sent you, that may secure our sponsorship for next season. We'd appreciate it. Fitness Market. Our friends Chris and Sarah out there have the best uh, workout. We're about to get our workout. We're finally about to get the basement. So here's some big news. The basement's finally about to be remodeled here in a couple of months, but it's not going to be remodeled for the podcast. We're going to keep doing that right where we're doing it, which is is okay. We like this area anyway. It's well lit. There's a TV in the background. It is what it is, but we're going to move all of our exercise equipment downstairs, and they're going to come out and help us uh, de design and place everything that we have. Uh, so we'll have our own planet fitness, but instead of the S's at the end of fitness, it's going to be two fives. So it's going to be, it's going to be a cool area. If you, if you're my friend, uh, we hang out, you want to come over and work out. I only charge uh, 20 bucks a month. I don't charge anything. I'm kidding. Uh, but they're good people. They'll give you stuff at great prices. Again, the key to all this, tell them Cardinal sports zone sent you four pegs, 1053 Goss Avenue. Our guy, Chris out there. Man, he did. He's been doing some work. Man, he's been going to a bunch of different festivals. He just had his show on. Uh, uh, which channel was that? Hit? Yeah, I know you know the Food, Food Network. Network. Uh, what was it called? Barbecue what? Oh, barbecue bra. Barbecue bra. Uh, do you know? Now I asked you earlier in the week to get some specials. Did you do that, or are we just going to go off the go off the fly with this? No. So they have a special right now for Lent in regards to a shrimp and fish po' boy. Um, $18 and you get a pound of tots and along with Good. a fish and shrimp po' boy. So I'll be up there probably Friday night. If pound, of to get one. pound of tots. <laughs> yes. Um, they also have their bourbon bacon jam back in season along with other of their specials as well. Um, go see Chris and go try out their wings on Wednesday nights. All you can eat wings for 20 bucks and also the th uh, ribs on Thursday is $25. All you can eat as well. So. It's, it's really the only restaurant that I've been to since we've done this, which obviously, you know, if you're not looking for new sponsors, you're not doing it right. Uh, in the last 13 years, there have been only one other restaurant that I've went in and I've loved everything I've had. Uh, Sean, do you remember which restaurant that was? 
I believe I do. I okay. Name it. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that place. Oh, that place was good too. I forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was Griff's on campus. Oh God, Miss Griff at Cardinal Town. Like they Just had that hot brown. Oh, yeah, that hot brown was. They had twelve different things. Like I literally went there for the last year. We were on ninety three nine every week. Uh, every weekend we go to lunch right after the show. From ten to noon on ESPN ninety three nine The Ville on Saturdays. Then, not now, but uh, and, and try something new every week. And it was a good three months before I even duplicated my order. And it wasn't because there wasn't something I didn't absolutely love more. It was that I tried something new, and I was like, oh well, this is good. If these cavatappi noodles with the Alfredo and chicken in it are good, let me try this catfish. Oh my god, the catfish and fries with cheese on them. That's amazing. Well, let me try the hot bread. And it was just like everything I tried tasted a little bit better than the one before, which was really, really good. So, yeah. But this place is that way. Everything I've had at Four Pegs is amazing. The Sidewinder fries, the Grippo wings, uh, the, the um, oh, gosh, the, the brisket chili. Now, Four Pegs is a place I don't venture off too much because I found me like four things there that I love, love. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to like anything more than this. So I stick to about the same four or five things there. The macaroni and cheese is really good. Um, everything there is really good. So so hit them up, 1053 Goss Avenue. Tell them Cardinal Sports Zone sent you. Collision Course Crew Tailgaters, it's almost time. It's behind the El Nepal over there by, off Crittenden Drive. Shout out to Bill, Garrett, Rhino, Craig, and the crew. It's all, it's almost time, man. we got spring game April 19th. Oh, man. I don't know if they're tailgating for that. I would assume they are. Hmm. Um, got the open rack on asking. What, Higgy? You know that, listen, here's how this show has worked for almost two years. By the way, our two-year video anniversary coming up here in March. Good grief. Uh, can't believe we've been doing the video version that long. But you've been on here the whole two years, and you know if somebody else is talking and you start talking, it cuts them off and it distorts you. So what were you going to say? So I'll stop talking so you can say what you're going to say. I said I'll text Bill and ask him for us. Okay, thank you. All right, I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if who do we lose? Sam. Sam again? Oh, okay, just a video point. Is Sam shooting like a soft action like love movie? I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I don't know. He just keeps going in and out. He's looking to the side, so I don't know what he's doing. No, hey. the game's on, and I'm I'm watching. What's the score uh, right now? Uh, we're down. 42 to 15. Uh, Notre Dame's came out on fire in this third quarter, but man, these officials are, are absolutely hosing Louisville right now. It, they can't get a call, which is to be expected because we're in we're in Notre uh, South Bend. South Bend, and it's I mean, and Muffet McGraw is there, so you know oh, it's. I didn't, I didn't know where he was going. I heard McGraw. I'm like, oh no, it's uh, yeah, man, it's ridiculous. All I heard was Muff McGraw, and I was like, I didn't know where we were going there. Uh, okay, so you got the update on the women's basketball game live as we're doing this. You're probably watching it on another screen as well. Cardon's laughing, he's, and then he said the refs have it out for us in the Ville. Uh, Babu, we'll talk about that in a second. Uncle Larry, keep giving us updates on the baseball game. I know it's on behind me. I don't have eyes in the back of my head. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do a, a, t- a tailgate for the spring game, but make sure once the season starts, we'll be out there for – three or four of the home games this year doing the show prior. Uh, we appreciate them giving us that uh, platform. 
cherry picking sponsor. Uh, that that is uh, Sydney Smith and Nolan Smith's Juice Bar. It is a hoops themed cold pressed juice and smoothie bar, inspiring you to take what's good. It is conveniently located at eight twenty eight East Main Street behind the local Celery. Tell them Cardinal Sports Zone sent you for fifteen percent off your order. Shoot 360 Louisville. It's a premier state-of-the-art basketball training facility with highly skilled trainers. Peyton Siva is one of the owners. Call 515-6556. Sign up for the women's clinic coming up on March the 23rd. And if you go to shoot360.com, you can pre-register for a free workout to try everything out. He'll be uh, be more than happy to get somebody, if not him, to set you up with a workout plan and get you to where you want to be. And last but definitely not least, Mossy Oak Properties and Hart Realty. If you're in the market to buy or sell farms, land, recreational, or residential areas in the state of Kentucky, let Paul know or one of his team of professionals at Mossy Oak and Hart Realty. Let them help you with your buying and selling needs. Call Paul at 270-537-4422 or email him at pthomas at mossyoakproperties.com. Mossy Oak, we know land. All right, Sam, this is the part of the show that I had earmarked for you to give us a little bit of the rundown on the week that was Louisville women's basketball. We kind of know what's going on right now. Anything else happened this week um, that the the good viewers would want to know about? Other than you had um, Louisville beating Florida State earlier in the week, I think Thursday, uh, on senior night, uh, 70 to 55. You had uh, Nala Harris and Olivia Cochran both with a double-double. Huge for Louisville uh, to remain in a place for fourth seed and, and a double bye in the ACC Women's Tournament. Uh, they still have an outside, outside shot of maybe hosting as a fourth seed, but as Lou, as uh, Notre Dame went up 10 just now, it's not looking uh, good. Uh, still, but, the, still in the third quarter, though, right? Yeah, still in the third quarter with about four minutes in, and that's a foul that did not get called, of course. But um, <laughs> do if you watch this game, it's I'm surprised how I, we have to pay Coach Walter more because he, I would absolutely lose it on the sidelines. How obvious a lot of these calls are. I mean, you had Leave just blatantly got elbowed in the face, uh, no call. They didn't go back uh, and check that. Usually. No, they didn't even check it. Wow. They did not check it at all. Uh, you had players getting pushed and, and things like that at no call. But then you go up along, along, uh, on the other side of the floor, Lua puts their hands up, it's a foul call. And I'm like, it's, it's no consistency on this end. Um, but I think he has to keep his cool because if he if he loses his cool, his team loses his cool. Um, but, I mean absolutely give credit to the, to the guy because I would lose it on the sideline right now. Um, was, but anyway, uh, so with a loss today, if they do, they'll be the five seed, which is only a single buy, which is, I mean, not what they're used to. Um, but it, it almost takes, it takes them out of hosting uh, for in tournament anyway. But yeah, so we did celebrate three seniors. Uh, Nina Ricards, Kiki Jefferson, and Sydney Taylor. We also had three other seniors on the team: Lily, uh, Marissa, and Olivia Cochran. Um, go, go, do with that idea or that information that you want. I'm not gonna say anything. 
But yeah, so that's it for uh, this weekend women's basketball right now. Now, Olivia Cochran did go on Facebook and tell people she was coming back. So that was one good thing. Uh, now, we told y'all that last week. That's when it happened was last week. I don't know if that has progressed or regressed any. Don't know what's going on with the Louisville baseball game right now. It looks like uh, it's still 7-1. to one. I'm got the live feed up. Um, and they made the, the runner go back to second for some reason. They... They were in a pickoff play, and the guy threw it. Pat, let's see what they do. Oh. We're live right here. Is he counting the run? Is he counting the basket? No. Sam, yes, he did. About- he did. Everybody's advancing. Um, or did they just make him? Okay, no, they didn't count the run, but they did let the. Uh, I don't know why that just happened, but because he clearly overthrew the third baseman and it went to the dugout. So maybe there was something as far as the. The run rules are, are concerned. A dugout, throw, I'm not really sure, but seven to one right now. Man on third, one out. Bottom of the seventh for the Cards. They are trying to get those ten runs I asked for. I appreciate it. Speaking of baseball, perfect segue. Uh, last week we told you about the rough start and the fired Dan McDonald, LOL uh, movement that has started, and about how we love the fact more people are watching uh, watching baseball, but we want to keep the toxicity. You know, keep that over in football. I mean, we'd like to not have it at all, but keep it over in in football and men's basketball and women's basketball like y'all are. Just, like, keep it out of this. This is America's pastime. It is – it's pure. It's love, and we're watching right now, and that is a foul ball. It's one-on-one. Sorry, I love base. I love Louisville baseball. Sean, we're going to have to get out to a couple of baseball. I think they have, like, 11 in a row at home. but anyway, guess what? Oh, Babu is further along than I am, apparently. Oh, yeah, 9 to 1. I did not see that. Well, I'm doing a show, guys. Calm down. Um, and that happened fairly quick. Another hit, another hit. Okay, 9 to 1. What's happened since everybody started pissing all over Dan McDonald and the baseball team? Excuse my language. Six wins in a row, going on seven now. Um, a billion runs scored. Eddie King Jr. has continued his rise from last year. And freshman Alex Alisea and Zion Rose have been amazing additions to this already stellar lineup. Uh, Sebastian Gagora has been everything I thought he would be when he transferred here for his senior year from Wright State. Just a good turnaround after the first two weeks of the season. The Cards have scored 94 runs in the last six games. And if my math is correct, 103 runs in the last seven games and counting. Um, just phenomenal. The cards have, uh, the last game against Youngstown state right now. And then they have a midweek showdown versus Moorhead state on Tuesday, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then follow that up with three versus Northwestern next weekend. And then some more at home, uh, got a, a very rare midweek series, a Tuesday, Wednesday, two game series, uh, coming up the next week before they travel. So we'll have a week, uh, not this week coming up, but the week after. We'll have a rare five-game week uh, for Louisville baseball. And it's all leading up to the uh, Wake Forest is our next away game. It's a, I believe it's a – we decided it was, what, like three – last week it was a month away. So we're about three weeks away from the next time we step out on the road. All the games this year are free uh, except for ACC games and the IU and Kentucky rivalry games. They cost to get into – Make sure you're gonna get out. Make sure you get out there. It's free. It's fun. 
I know Wes will go if I hit him up and say, hey, man, let's roll. Sean will, too, uh, for some of the weekend games. Let's get out there, support the cards. It's it's fun. It's definitely even if you paid money, it'd be worth every cent you paid. It's such a family atmosphere. It's a good time. You can sit out there, crack jokes with your friends, and uh, yeah, it, it's a good time. Here we are, one out still, nine to one Louisville, man on first, uh, and we got a pitching change because they've allowed fifty billion more runs this inning. Mm-hmm. But look, get out there, watch the baseball cards. It's all free admission until ACC, correct? Yeah, does the did I say something differently? No, you said uh, free admission for ACC, which is correct. And then uh, the only two They games. charge for UK and IU yeah. as well. And I think Vanderbilt too, but we're at Vanderbilt this year. Yeah. Uh, Babu, that was my next point. The thing that kind of turned it around was Dan started playing. He changed his lineup. The, at the end of that four-game losing streak, he changed his lineup. And it, uh, in game five of the season, he changed his lineup. And it's been all double digits. Uh, we didn't get to double digits yesterday. We scored nine, I believe. But uh, it's been a, it's been a home run parade, uh, not home runs even. Well, yesterday it was really cool because we had a back to back homer situation where the only thing I can describe him, and I've done this for a lot of people, is he is him, Eddie King Jr. inside the park home run. Was that yesterday or the day before? I think it was- that was the day before. It was the day before. It was on Friday because we talked about it that night uh, mm-hmm. during SmackDown. Uh, inside the park home run, he was run- heading for second base, and the outfielder was trying to convince everybody it was stuck. It was clearly laying right in front of the fence. Uh, and to his credit, Eddie King did not stop. He just kept on, and it flustered the guy so much that it allowed a ho- inside the park home run. The very next at bat was an outside the park home run, and we have runners. Uh, we have a runner on second. One nothing count, nine to one. I'll stop doing that, I promise. But uh, Dan started playing his freshman and changed everything, putting pressure on the upperclassmen to produce. Once again, it will come down to the bullpen if we go far. We saw that yesterday, especially with us being up nine to nothing in the ninth or going into the ninth and giving up four or five to a talentless, no offense, Youngstown State team, which we beat like 400 to three this series so far. Yes, that was Eddie King that just told second. He he's, gosh, man. There's a lot. We'll, we'll talk more about his game as the season goes on. I know he is somebody that Sean really likes a whole lot. He he reminds me. He reminds me. Let me see how I can put this without it sounding some type of way. I see a lot of Corey Ray in him. I see a lot of Devin Harrison in him, and I see a lot of Nick Solak in him. Oh, Nick Solak. Just power. He's he's a power guy. He's fast. Uh, Corey was fast, and he was a power hitter. Devin was more so. He was he was fast, but he was a hit swing at the right pitch kind of guy. Like he he's had a, a good gap, eye. A gap hitter. Yeah, yeah. He was a good good. He had a good eye. Nick Solak just assaulted everything that come across on plate. Yeah. You would think his name. Never mind. Um, we're not considering him to be a coach here at Louisville, as far as I know. Um, but yeah, that's what how the baseball team is is, is kind of uh, no pun intended lining out right now. Uh, we're gonna get to some games. Cardinal Sports Zone will come to you live from a couple of them. We'll have some fun. Uh, and Chad Brock, you and everybody else that's mentioned it, we're gonna get to it right now. Rapid fire. Happy belated birthday to Heavenly Goat Denny Crumb. This these are all written by Higgy. So if the words don't really sound like they go together, they probably don't. Um, 
His birthday was last night. Couldn't quite uh, yesterday. Couldn't quite bring home the W for him. But he sure, I do believe he did is the one that helped us pull back within four. Uh, well, actually, I think we were within two at the very end of the game, and then they went on a little run of their own. Uh, again, spring football, April 19th, men's tennis sophomore Will Mayhu went 3-0 and last weekend, earning ACC Men's Tennis Player of the Week honors. Men's, swimming, men's swimmer uh, – I can't really – Laya Sabersev – Dominated the distance events at ACC Championships, earning gold in the 500 Freestyle Championship and 1650 Freestyle Runner-Up. Uh, men's basketball 2024-2025 conference opponents were announced. The Cardinals will have home and away series with Pittsburgh, Virginia, Florida State. We should have five, so that's not all. Uh, we will host Cal, Clemson, Duke, Miami, North Carolina, Stanford, and Wake Forest. Maybe it moved down since we added conference members. I know last year we had five home-and-homes. I'll have to check that out. Uh, but the Cardinals will travel to BC, Georgia Tech, NC State, Notre Dame, SMU, Syracuse, and Virginia Tech. Women's basketball's conference opponents were also announced. Louisville's home schedule next season will be Notre Dame, Cal, Stanford, Miami, Clemson, Georgia Tech, NC State, North Carolina, and Syracuse. The road schedule will be Notre Dame, SMU, Pitt, Florida State, Wake Forest, Duke, Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Boston College. The big topic of today in the text line that we've not got to yet, but we're finally going to get to right now. Shout out to our guy, The Rock, who absolutely came back Friday night and went straight into vintage rock form with his promos. I say our guy, Rock, because he's Louisville. Like, he lived here in Louisville for about a year and worked out on campus with the, with our, with the football team that I was a participant of, but not a player on uh, my first year up here. So shout out to him. But Isaac Garendo turning heads at the combine yesterday, 41 and a half foot vertical, first amongst the running backs, 4.33 40 yard dash, first amongst running backs, and a broad jump of 10 9. I do believe I saw a, a uh, stat somewhere that said he had, they, they used some sort of formula to grade all the players, and he had the highest. I think it was like he had a 99.9, whatever the – it's on my Twitter timeline. Check it out. Had the highest rated – whatever that formula is, had the highest rated score of all time. Do you remember what that was, Wes? Um, It was 99.9 – I said 99.99 out of a possible 10, I think they said. He literally topped all the way out. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly what it was either. Uh, we're yeah. not we're not hitting, but uh, Chris Curry, our guy, we're not hitting, but these refs have eaten and def, def, defalcated, defalcated the whistle. I guess that means swallowed. Uh, just a fancy way to say swallowed. Higgy would have never been able to say that word. And Baboon wants to know, have they said how many spring ball practices will be open to the public? Uh, they have. I sent that to Sean. I haven't seen that pop up as a story yet, but he's been real busy with helping people move. And stuff. So there's been a couple things we've not got to get out this week. We apologize. We'll do better next week. I promise. Uh, if Zion Rose stays healthy, says Uncle Larry, he is a first round lock. I don't disagree at all. Runners on first and second. It is actually bases are loaded. Two outs. A recruit leaked it out a bit ago. Oh, okay. Uh, Bubba Ray says, "Come on, Sean, make it pop." What? No, I'm not reading that any any further. 
Bubba Ray wants you to make it pop up. I don't know. Throw the flag. What? There you go. Get out, Bubba. Get out. West throws a perfect flag every time. It's it's it's, it's uncanny. Let's go ahead and put this up here so I don't have to keep looking down and being disrespectful. I apologize. Uh, as always, you can get on. You can have a cameo with anybody here at Cardinal Sports Zone and the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. Uh, it, the cameo account is under my name, I believe. Just look up JS Woman seven two three, and you can request a cameo with any member of Cardinal Sports Zone if that's something that you like. If it's not, that's fine too. And uh, my cousin Jonathan, I've been telling y'all about how he started up his third region podcast for for third region sports uh, down in South Central Kentucky. Uh, they're doing their first video show tonight, seven p.m. Eastern time. Uh, no, no. Sorry, 8 p.m. Central Time, so 9 o'clock tonight, our time. Uh, just search for, and I know you're going to say, I'm not searching for that. He is the principal at Edmondson County High School. Their mascot is the Wildcat. This isn't Kentucky Wildcat. So search for Wildcat Alley. You can do that on Twitter. Uh, it's, I believe it's the Wildcat Alley on Twitter, and I'm not sure what his YouTube. Uh, I believe it's the same, but check him out. Very interesting perspective. He's doing this with one of his students, kind of like a, you know, he's wanting to start a podcast, kind of like magnet program down there. Not just podcast, but social media awareness, video video announcing, stuff like that. And this is his first uh, embarking on that journey. So we wish him the best of luck. And I want to give a shout out to my, to, to his daughter, my baby cousin, Carrie Ann Williams. She uh, her season ended on Monday when it, the team of the Bad News Bears came up against her, and uh, they somehow look. She still dominated that game. She just I, I don't. It's high school basketball, so you don't want to you don't want to say a whole bunch of negativity or critical things about them. So she did the best that she could with what she had. Uh, can't wait for a junior season, and we're gonna get her up to, up here to shoot three sixty to to sharpen those tools, and we really really. I'm really looking forward to seeing what she can do next year, especially after the monster sophomore season she just had. Proud of her. Uh, we'll keep you up to date. We don't keep you all up to date on a lot of high school people, but we just I don't have any more relatives that are in high school at the moment. So we'll bring them to you as we get them. A shout-out to all of our fine sponsors again, Bear Nose, Fitness Market, 4-Peg Smokehouse, the Collision Course Crew, Tailgaters, Cherry Picking, Shoot 360, and the Mossy Oak Properties. And heart realty and uh, end of the inning on a pop up. Hey, Bubba sat there and, and made it come true. It, it the, Louisville popped it up. He wanted to come in with a bang. So, well, so does Sean. Mm. Uh, yeah, Uncle Larry. We uh, the inning's over. It is nine to one. Bottom of the uh, sorry, nine to one. Top of the seventh. Um. And that's Bear Nose on Market, just to clarify. Make sure you're out there supporting all of our photogs. I know TJ Bard did the season, uh, his his last basketball game of the season last night. We're going to have Jeff uh, and or Justin take over the last two games of the season. TJ has been a very valuable asset to us. And his latest photo, photo gallery was released on cardinalsportzone.com this morning, so make sure you check it out. Um, Jeff Nunn, Justin Kruger, TJ Barr, they are bar none. No pun intended, the best in the business as a collective group, in my opinion. Uh, sponsorship opportunities are easy. In the bottom left-hand corner of the screen, you can see how you contact us for any sponsorship opportunities. We're looking for more sponsors for the fall season, summer and fall season. 
uh, summer season is a discounted package. So if you're looking forward, lo- looking into sponsoring something, but you, you don't really have a whole lot of extra capital to overhead capital to put towards that sponsors during the summer season, see how we can uh, help elevate your brand and uh, maybe sign on for the fall season, but we appreciate y'all check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram. You can see underneath Higgy and his beard, how you can follow the website and podcast on all the social media outlets. And also underneath West is how you can, other than in the YouTube chat where you can do stuff like super thanks and subscribe and stuff like that. We do appreciate all that. But underneath the West is how you can uh, immediately donate to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. So that way uh, we can upgrade stuff like cameras and microphones and go on away trips for some games and stuff. And it, it just helps us out. We appreciate it. Uh, you can find the actual podcast not only on YouTube, which again, Cardinal Sports Zone 55 in the bottom right hand corner. You can see that's where you find it. Or you can just search for Cardinal Sports Zone. Um, you can find the audio version on over 125 different podcast avenues, Apple, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Spotify, TuneIn, Google, Amazon, iHeart, hit subscribe, like, hit the heart, hit follow, hit plus sign, hit whatever you got to hit to follow the show uh, and subscribe to it. We appreciate it. If you've not listened to all the prior episodes of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, it's easy. Go back to cardinalsportszone.com, the place that I'll begin. Check them all out. Go to... The podcast drop-down menu, select CSE Podcast, and you'll get them all. It puts automatically puts like the last 10 podcasts in there. Higgy keeps that updated on uh, – he's supposed to keep it on updated on a semi-weekly uh, status. I, I don't know if he does or not. I, I assume he does because he said he would, so it is what it is. Shout-out to everybody out there sharing the podcast. We appreciate y'all. Uh, we love y'all, and make sure you are tuning in to our guys, Marcus Maven and Steve Rummage, doing the Lord's work, 10 to noon, Monday through Friday, on ESPN 93.9 The Ville. Sean, tell everybody where they can find you on social media, my man. At Elville, Sean. All right, Sam. Baseboy124. Wes. Wes Keys underscore CSZ. Who else? Oh, Higgy. I am the Higgy. He is the Higgy. And then also, uh, shout out to our guy Dalton Pence. Got his first home. Good job, Dalton. I didn't get my first home until I was twice his age. So, very, very, he was very, very blessed and very fortunate to be able to do something like that. So young in life. Proud of you. He'll be joining us this week. Uh, when are we doing Live with 55 this week, Wes? Is it Wednesday? Yeah, we're supposed to be doing a Wednesday because there's a game Tuesday. Okay, so Tuesday we've got Virginia Tech here at home, correct? That's correct. So we'll be going to uh, be at the game, and we'll bring you our live thoughts on the Virginia Tech game Wednesday night, and we'll talk about the season finale because I don't believe there will be another Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. Uh, there won't be before the season finale where we host Boston College. We're going to have a CSE podcast appreciation uh, lunch. And then we're going to all go to the game together, except Higgy, because he likes to make us plan things and then whore us out and not do them. So uh, excuse my language, Mom, if you're listening, but that was deserved and earned. Earned, not given. You know what? That's my motto. Um, But we're going to have a good time at Bear Nose. Join us. Have a good time with us. Mention Cardinal Sports Zone sent you. It'll help us out uh, in future sponsor 
manners. All right. And again, stay tuned to our social media and subscribe to us on YouTube or Facebook to be alerted anytime we go live, even though we prefer you doing that on YouTube. It helps us out a little bit more. And also tune in for Live with 55 for any updates throughout the week. Wes, Higgy, and others uh, will join me for those. Our guy Tanner has been amazing at producing those with us. We, he do, he's everything that we thought Higgy was going to be, except for much, much smaller. So we appreciate it. Um, look. Oh, in, in my social media, great point. Jeremy underscore CSC. Y'all know where to find me. Make sure y'all stay subscribed, though. Uh, last words, Sean, we're going to go to you first. I've still got some big news to drop for y'all. So I'm going I'm to drop. That's going to be my last words, but I'm going to let you go first. Something you've never heard said in your life. <laughs> uh. Everybody, let's just hey, – the season's almost over. Let's see if we can get a couple wins. There's still a possibility because we had Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. We should have beat them. And we had Boston College at Boston College. We should have beat them. Let's go ahead, at least get these two wins, and then let's just see what happens after that. Just rely – well, I'm not going to say that. That's Sam's thing. Let's just – Watch it. We don't like copyright. Yeah. We don't like gimmick infringement on this no, show. No trademark infringement. Um, so let's just – let's just – Hope we get what we want. Unfucking believable. Whatever. Uh, wild pitch bullpen woes continue. Wild pitch makes this game nine to two, top of the eighth. Um, Youngstown State up to bat. Uh, Sam, what about you? Last words, brother. Like our guest said, um, show up to the show up to the game because these uh, revenue sports help build for the non-revenue sports. So you're not only hurting the basketball team you're thinking you're hurting the basketball team but you're kind of hurting your other non-revenue sports by not showing up yum center so uh show up to the yum center we got about two games left um chair on these guys they are getting better despite whatever that was yesterday um and have some fun man go cards and let's uh let's see where the season the offseason takes us absolutely and i'll tell you this much those guys came out after the game last night and signed all the kids autographs even though if i had lost a game the way they lost that game i wouldn't have came out the locker room so kudos to them for coming out um just because i want to laugh a little bit higgy go ahead and give your last thoughts real quick just go cards and support the guys more than anything okay i only understood two of the words because he was talking so fast but Look, we've been doing this show together. Higgy's been on the show with us probably about, what, th- four years? Yeah. It's been like that. And I have told him from day one, if he would just slow down and stop getting so excited to, to say 80 words in a row, that he would do a lot better. That's my fault because we were at one point doing some practice, like not recorded practice like stuff together. And we stopped doing that. I don't know why. Maybe he got busy. Maybe I was because I went to the hospital. I'm not sure, but we're going to get those. Because Higgy, honestly, he's funny intentionally and unintentionally. But if he could just slow down a little bit, I believe he would he would add a little bit more to the show. And we appreciate Higgy joining us every week or every other week, whatever, from uh, Tennessee. Brandon Johnson says women's team is getting smacked on. What's the score, Sam? 68, uh, 68 to 54 right now. It's – um. It is the inconsistency of the officials is ridiculous. They let Notre Dame get away with everything to where they build this an insurmountable lead. Now they want to start to close it off. Like I'll tell you, Hannah Hidalgo is a great player, but if you call the first one or two fouls on her early in the beginning, it 
calms her down with her physicalness because she's extremely physical on the perimeter. You you would not be uh you should not be able to be this physical on the perimeter on defense. And she gets away with it ninety percent of the time. Gotcha. Wes, your last words, my man. Yeah, go cards, support the fellas in the last few games of the season. Um and let's get ready for some spring football. Absolutely. Spring football on the horizon. Again, these basketball players will need your all support and love. Whether you like the coach or not, they need you all to be loud. There still was a great crowd last night. I mean, if you if you if you listen to any of the radio people, well, a majority of the radio people, they'll tell you nobody's showing up. There's it's quiet. There's nothing going on, but there were, I don't know the exact numbers, but it felt like there were a lot of people there last night and, uh, you know, just support the team. All right. Now down to the big news. I was sitting there prior to the game and our guy, Tony from KYSports.co come up and talked to me and we had a really nice conversation and, uh, he was letting me know that he applied for a Roku channel to put his content on. Okay. Well, I'm happy to announce that the first content that will be put on his Roku channel, not it won't be live. It'll be what we're doing right now, but at a later date, the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast is the first officially announced partner and show that will be on the KYSports.co Roku channel. That's awesome, man. <laughs> that means not only will you be able to check us out on YouTube anytime you want, or on our website anytime you want. You go to your TV, download the KYSports.co Roku channel, and watch us in your home. Uh, we all know Sean likes to watch TV from his bathroom on the floor sometimes. Higgy likes to watch it from his pantry. Wherever you've got a TV set up, you can watch it there. We're really happy to partner with Tony, and uh, hopefully I, it was okay for me to say something because I told we, I, we agreed last night and he said it was going to start this week. So, uh, our premium subscriber, RL Holt said that is not a lie. Well, probably not. I don't know what you're talking about, but we, we don't do that here. We sometimes, sometimes you get unintentionally misled by me, but it's not on purpose. It's because I've been told something that has shifted in the wind. I, I am, I, you know what? I'm going to use this for just a second to say, Thank you to all the people that tweet me and call me an idiot or a clown because what I was told to relay didn't happen. Uh, still appreciate y'all. Still got nothing but love for you all. Uh, thanks thanks for, for the exposure. Oh, yeah, yeah. R.L. Holt says the uh, women that a women's officiating sucks. And, yeah, that, that's... Oh, all officiating sucks. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Double play ends the inning. We are going to the bottom of the eighth. Up nine to two. Cards over the Penguins, Youngstown State. Uh, two weeks left of the regular season. Weekly card. Two weeks roughly. We might do three more. Uh, the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, barring an unprecedented run to the ACC title, uh, we will come to you bi-weekly or as needed if and when there is a coaching search as well as needed. Uh, keep the notifications turned on for YouTube and Facebook, and you can subscribe to my tweets to keep up as well on Twitter. But I tweet a lot, so do that at your own risk. Um, we hope you all enjoy this week. We hope it's a great week. It's always a good day to be a Cardinal. Uh, 
we all, at the end of the day, all we want is for the University of Louisville men's basketball team to return. We're not even asking to return to prominence. That would have been the 80s. We, we want it to be like how it was Rick's first 10 years here. That run we had from 03 to 13 can only be rivaled and matched by the runs we had, run we had in the 80s. Um, people act like it was all roses when Rick was here. Now, we had some down years while he was here, too. And we, oh, my God, once the calendar hit March, we, we farted a bunch of wins away. I hate to say the, that word, but we crapped a bunch of wins away in March every year we stumbled, uh, every year for the most part. But we appreciate it, guys. Um, stay tuned in. Stay subscribed. Thanks again for all the love and support. Again, we love you all. Until next time, this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. I don't know what I'm doing now. <laughs> Later, y'all.